the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. What should our involvement be as believers in politics? Let's continue to look at the role of believers as it pertains to government and marriage and the family. Amen? Let's pray first. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We love you and praise you and honor you, Lord. First, Lord, I, I want to thank you for putting me and, and our listeners in the United States. You have really blessed us and blessed this country. And so, Lord, help us to be respectful of where we live and respectful with the people around us, Lord, that we can show the love of Messiah to everybody. Give us a thankful spirit. Let us know that we are blessed and encourage us to make a difference in the world. Encourage us to make a difference in our country. Encourage us to make a difference in our state and in our city, Lord, and in our congregation and amongst all the people who are around us. Father, we want to be a blessing. We want to follow you. We want to be a disciple of you. Lord, pour out your Spirit upon us. As we talk about this subject, Lord, just immerse us in your Word and in your wisdom, not our own, not our own common sense, but let everything be done by your presence, by your direction. We thank you, praise you, and honor you. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay. Well, uh, thank you all for your prayers and your emails and your letters and, and your finances. And then if anybody would like to help us each month, be a partner, we would love that. We also want to thank you for your gifts and uh, ask you if you can continue, because as I've said a number of times, uh, we don't bring in enough money to cover all the airtime, and it would really be helpful if uh, we did. <laughs> yes, wouldn't you agree? Call our office at 813-831-5673, and certainly ask for Karen or anybody who answers the phone, and they will help you. I just want to mention again that we have Friday night services and Saturday services, depending on 
which congregation of Shoresh David you're interested in, which location. So check our website. Shoresh is spelled S-H-O-R-E-S-H and then david.org. And, you know, we have uh, St. Pete, South Tampa, Wesley Chapel, and the Spanish services, uh, services too. So uh, we love visitors. We especially love when you bring Jewish people who don't know Yeshua. So, but either way, we'd love to see you and meet you. Also, we'd love to come to your church or your Bible study or fellowship group and talk about Passover, the spring feast, talk about Shavuot, which is uh, a great holy day uh, after Passover, uh, talk about all these things that, that God has in his word. So uh, just give us a call. Again, 813-831-5673. And certainly you can always email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. So let's continue to look at the role of government and believers as it relates to the family. Uh, Now, I'm going to give you some of my thoughts, my opinions. You know, the context is last week's uh, teachings, so I'm not going to review it. I'm just going to keep moving forward. So these are some of my thoughts based on the scriptures, based on what we've talked about last week and the previous weeks. Governments should encourage married couples, one man and one woman, to bear and raise children. So what does that mean by encouraging? In other words, government money should only be allocated to promote education and and should not be a respecter of beliefs. Even though, you know, I'd love for them to support our group, uh, that's not really reasonable. And so as long as we have freedom and, and there's not money going to a particular uh, religion or ideology, that's fine. And so that gives like the LGBT community, they have the right to be in public schools, obviously, and form their own charter schools, but they don't have the right to uh, tell Christian schools what to do. And certainly I don't believe that they should be part of, and I'll talk about this in a moment, the curriculum, the textbooks, and the books that are allowed in public schools if if we don't have um if we don't have um christian Christ, uh, christianity and biblical uh values from scripture being taught in the schools then i don't believe there's anything that should be lgbt there either and uh that should be very clear radical ideology should not be taught like critical race theory and revisionary history in public schools if some parents want this teaching they can have a charter school that focuses on that or they can teach their kids that at home the the key here is that if we allow for religious freedom uh we have to allow it obviously across the board, even if we disagree with certain people's thoughts. But it is important that we are not promoting an ideology or a faith since we are not allowed to promote, in a sense, the Christian faith. So that should be very clear. And and the government should have that as clarity and 
also the teachers' unions and the teachers and the parents. So teachers who have tenure should still be able to be fired for teaching their own ideology rather than the curriculum. We, we want our kids to learn stuff that is not uh, one-directional. And if you're going to talk about something uh, and, and it is something that uh, is, is an issue, uh, then at least present both sides and allow the kids to think for themselves. So these are what I would call important principles, right? Also, parents should have the main responsibility in training and educating their children. This means that government should encourage school choice and and the portion of our tax money, if uh, we choose uh, school choice, then that it should go there. If we go to public school, our tax money should go there. Parents have the right to discipline their children, even with spankings. And the only time government agencies should step in is if the discipline is physically excessive. And, you know, physically excessive punishment needs to be defined by the local agency and a diverse parent group coming together. This is not something that should be regulated by the government. Um we have the right to spank <laughs> as parents. Parents are able to give the right to the school to also administer spankings with a clear mandate of how it would be done. This would be um, a signed agreement on both sides and would be based on parents' uh, preference. Now, look, Scripture is clear on spanking. This, I know, is a controversial subject, even amongst believers, and I'm just going to present to you some of the scriptures. Look, you might not want to spank your kids. That's fine. You don't have to. But just listen to the scriptures and don't be judgmental about those who do choose spanking as a form of discipline. Uh, You can ask my kids. I I definitely did. But anyway, Proverbs 13:24, whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Proverbs 23:13 and 14. Do not withhold discipline from a child if you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from Sheol. Hebrews 12.11, for the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but rather it yields peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And and really, uh, whether it's spanking or another form of discipline, if we are not going to discipline our kids, our culture is going to be in trouble. And, And it is incumbent, I believe. For us to do so. Ephesians 6 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Proverbs 29 15, the rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Proverbs 22 15, folly is bound up in the heart of a child. But the rod of discipline drives it far from him. 
Proverbs 22, 6, you all know this verse. Train up a child in the way he should go, even when he is old, he'll not depart from it. Proverbs 19, 18, discipline your son, for there is hope. Do not set your heart on putting him to death. Well, good thought. <laughs> and finally, and there are others, but my, the last one for today is discipline your son, and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. What a great promise, right? Look, obviously there's bad and hurtful discipline, but if we follow God's guidelines with doing everything in love, mercy, and compassion, our discipline will be good. Even our spankings will make sense and be good. And and, and we should develop children who will be great citizens of God and great citizens of this country and of the world. Well, back to looking at the government and family. The federal government should get out of the business of education. That's my opinion. Unless they want to have minimal guidelines that each state would agree to. But other than that, there's no reason for them to be in, in the educational process. Uh, parents who are elected to work with teachers and administrators on a local level should help make the curriculum. The union should, I think, stay out of things <laughs> concerning the education. And uh, if maybe if somebody wants to have a representation of the union, that's fine. But they should just stay involved mainly with pay and benefits for teachers. And if there's a grievance, obviously they jump in as well. We should develop local think tanks that could advise churches, business, and federal and state governments of what incentives, financial or otherwise, that could help the family without making the family permanently dependent on outside resources. Before we can do that, the family would have to be biblically defined and there would have to be agreement about it. But still, this is something that uh, as the more people get involved, I really think that we will see tremendous strides. Uh, this obviously is my opinion, and I have thought about this. I've prayed about it. I've looked at Scripture, and we need to know we have a plan to go forward and make a difference and not allow the government to take over our lives. The government should protect us from outside things of of harm, not protect us from ourselves, so to speak. <laughs> uh, look, I don't believe my opinions are perfect in any way, but because of the strong secular ideology, education cannot be left to our government. In, fa- in fact, a lot of things should not be left to our government, even taking care of the poor. Besides our children not getting a good fundamental education, they're also being brainwashed with progressive liberal ideas, not in the form of a discussion, but rather in the form of what is right and wrong based on what the teacher thinks. And to have a difference of opinion often results in a lower grade. So it shouldn't be that way. So... uh, Looking again at Scripture and and just understanding the role of the parents, Exodus 20, verse 12, coming from the Ten Commandments, Honor your father and your mother, 
so that your days may be long upon the land which Adonai your God is giving you. But this isn't just for children. We should honor parents. And then it says in Colossians 3.20, Children, obey your parents in every respect, for this is pleasing to the Lord. So we should see great respect for parents, even by teachers and by administrators. And it should be reciprocal. Reciprocal, by the way. Romans 12, 2. So whoever opposes the authority has resisted God's direction. And those who have resisted will bring judgment on themselves. This puts pressure to respect all people. The parents should be respected, the teachers, the administrators, and the governmental organizations. All of these groups are authoritative in their own right and need to be respected. First Thessalonians 5, 12 and 13 is a key to working in the community as believers. It says this, Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to recognize those who work hard among you and are over you in the Lord and correct you, and to esteem them beyond all measure in love because of their work. Keep shalom among yourselves. So many people think this is referring to a pastor, but it also could be referring to other people in authority. So the question that I have for you is, are you ready to have your voice heard? Are you ready to be active in the governing of our city, state, or nation? Certainly, voting is a great first step, and this is a voting year, so make sure you're registered, make sure your friends, your family are registered, and maybe work for a particular party or politician that represents biblical views. Give your finances to those politicians that represent biblical values, because sometimes the richer people could care less, and I won't go into that. So what can we do respectfully to have our voices heard? I think one of the biggest things besides involvement, but if you don't have a lot of time, you join various larger organizations that you can support that have biblical values as their core. Let me give you some examples. Um, An organization that focuses on the family and Florida is the Florida Family Policy Council. And uh, John Stenberger is the person in charge of that, heading that up. And listen to their vision. Their vision is a nation where God is honored, life is cherished, families thrive, and religious liberty flourishes. Our mission statement is to protect and defend life, marriage, family, and liberty through education advocacy, and empowerment. And one more thing. Let me give you a little bit of their core value. It's not all of it, but believing that God is the author of life, liberty, and the family, the Florida Family Policy Council promotes the Christian worldview as the basis for a just, free, and stable society. Also, the government has the duty to promote and protect marriage and family law family, in-law, and public policy. So that's two of their core values. So I think this is a a group that you should sign up for and and get their emails and and see what's going on. They, They represent us well. Another group, a national organization that I have come to really 
have a lot of respect for is one million moms. Yeah, I understand. I'm not a mom, but I'm part of the group anyway. So it should say one million moms and dads. But anyway, that's okay. This group uncovers things that I'm completely unaware of. They're a great group to help us stop the slippery slope of the normalization of sin in our culture. This month alone, I've received three or more petitions. So one of the petitions, give you an example, is eHarmony, a dating site, which I thought was sort of leaning towards Christian, uh, but obviously not. Here's what they're saying, and they're asking you to sign this petition. The online dating site eHarmony is advertising its services with a new gay pride commercial featuring the company's continued theme, Here for Real Love. It's the site's attempt to normalize and glorify the LGBTQ lifestyle by featuring a homosexual couple hugging, feeding each other, and wiping the other one's mouth. By promoting same-sex relationships, eHarmony wants to make it clear where they stand on controversial topic instead of remaining neutral in the culture war. This is concern about the way this advertisement, uh, there is concern about the way this advertisement is pushing the LGBTQ agenda, but even greater concern is that the commercials airing when children are likely watching television. This eHarmony ad brainwashes children and adults by desensitizing them and convincing them that homosexuality is natural, when in reality it is unnatural uh, love that is forbidden by Scripture, just like love rooted in adultery is forbidden. So I ask you, how hard is it for you to go to their website and add your name to the petition? You know, let me give you quickly four other groups. The ACLJ, American Center for Law and Justice. The Liberty, um, that's Jay Sekulow. The Liberty Council by Matt Staver. uh, And the Christian Law Association, David Gibbs. And Judicial Watch, Tom Finton. These are great groups to join and to be part of so that we can make a difference. I'd like to end, as I have in previous weeks of this teaching, with a quote from a past president. Um, Today, we're going to use Bill Clinton, October 23rd, 1993. Jefferson asked that on his tombstone it be printed only that he was the author of the Declaration of Independence, the founder of the University of Virginia, and perhaps most of all, the author of the Statute of Virginia for Religious Freedom. Jefferson understood that in the end, the deepest power of all in human affairs, the power of ideas and ideals, in words inscribed just up these steps of this memorial, he said, Almighty God hath created the mind free. That simple premise on which our First Amendment is based is, I believe, the major reason why America, uh, here in America more people believe in God, more people go to church or synagogue, more people put religion at the center of their lives than in any other advanced society on earth. Well, probably not what you expected, but I think that's very encouraging. Amen?
Okay, as we end, let me just mention again, if you can help us financially, it'd be great. Email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Call our office, 813-831-5673. We also love to go out into the community, so contact us. Uh, we'd love to teach about the the uh, Leviticus 23 Holy Days appointed times, Passover coming up, Shavuot coming up, which uh, the church knows as Pentecost. And, and so please uh, join us at our services as well, Friday night and Saturday. Let's close in prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you. And just ask, O oh Lord, that you would motivate us so that we would be part of the solution rather than fence-sitters, which is part of the problem. I pray that everybody listening to my voice will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah, And I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.